look at me, big word. This is Geekology, a show where we geek out about all things awesome. Episode 6, Grand Prince Master J. Hello everyone, and welcome to Geekology, the show where we geek out about all things awesome. I'm Holly Anderson. I'm Darcy Bernard. And we are joined by our geekologists for the day, Josh D. Lioncourt from maxaccessibility.net and lioncourt.net. Com? Dot com. Com, yes. Dot com. That's cool. Uh, thank you. Glad to be here again. Fun, fun. Uh, we have Molly McClanahan. Hello. Thank you for having me. I have no website. You need a website. <laughs> Even if you don't put anything there, you need a website. <laughs> Just because. Uh, Audible.com, that's her website. And then we have Mika from thebookpushers.com. Hello, everybody. Glad to be back here again. And we are going to discuss the second episode of... Game of Thrones, season one. And this is not going to turn into the Game of Thrones podcast, but we're going to figure that out later. So and this, this episode's called The King's Road. The King's I don't Road, think yes. I mentioned in the last episode it was called Winter is Coming, but this one's called The King's, King's Road. King's Road. So, there was a lot in this. Actually, I kind of enjoyed this episode. I don't know if enjoyed is the right word, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's not the right word. But I was, I was more into this episode than the first one. Maybe because it was a little bit... There were a little, there were a few differences, but I mean, it still followed the book pretty closely. But there, and maybe it's been long enough that I've read the book because I'm on book three now. Um, so it's been long enough where I don't remember like every single detail. So it maybe was more interesting to me. But. Well, I think some of the things, and we'll, we'll probably get into into detail about them, but I think some of the things they had to change just more for expedience, because even you know with a TV series, you, it's a pretty long book you're dealing with. Yeah, so. I didn't think it was possible, but they made Catelyn even more bitchier than she was in the book. So. Ugh. <laughs> I dislike her immensely now. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I thought they actually played that down a little bit because at least they didn't say in the well, book. Well, the, yeah, they didn't it say the. Been you. Yeah, should have been you. That's like, true. I'm like, well, I'm glad they didn't go there because yeah, uh, that's true. But then she was all. Her, but. Yeah, she was all like, um, I, I don't know. It seems and it seems like I remember in the book her being more supportive of Ned. Like, I mean, I don't think she wanted him to go when, when she, you know she was all upset about Bran. But it seems like she was more supportive in the end she was obviously worse to john so you know there was some saving grace there but in the last episode um <clears throat> was and i should have just looked at my notes but <laughs> was she was was caitlin for ned going going to king's landing i don't remember not was she really. was she pro King's Landing or no? No, she wasn't. But in the book, she was more. I think from what I remember. Yeah, she was because she was like, oh well, Arya and Sansa have to go because Sansa's going to marry Joffrey and Arya needs some uh, refinement. Yeah. Oh, okay. So right, I was just was... I was just curious because she I thought that she had that she like you know had wanted him to go and so her whole like Oscar award winning performance there when she's over his bed Brand's bedside <laughs> kind of was. It surprised me probably more than it should have. But yeah, because I think it's confusing because in the book she was more supportive and she was she was like, you know, because Ned didn't really want to go. And they sort mm-hmm. of switched those two characters around like Ned yeah, was... Yeah, they did. And I don't know why they did that. I don't know if they thought it would make her character more more um, consistent, but you I mean, why I they think... Did it, it's because Robert's fat. That's why they did it. 
No, Robert I, is awesome. I think I that I love him. Because remember yeah. when they were talking about him? You yeah. can be both, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think One that... One doesn't necessarily can, preclude the can. other. <laughs> I wonder if they don't think people... I don't know if they maybe dumb it down a little bit for the audience, or maybe they have to for TV, because you can't really get the subtleties of... I don't know. It seems like they're just kind of like making her more... You know. you know, it's, it's funny you mention that because I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking about the the show last night as I was watching it, and I was thinking if I hadn't read the book, would I have any idea what was going on? <laughs> you no. know, because there's no there's just no. so many characters, <laughs> yeah. and and it would be hard to keep to keep everybody straight and to to understand. Well, one interesting I mean, tidbit is that um we got and I don't remember and like I said, it's been a while since I've read the book, so I don't remember. It's been like two months since I read the book and I've read a lot. But I don't remember if we actually had a name for John's mother, but we have a name. And I'm like, oh, is that a That's spoiler? About too. Like, I wondered if that Wait. was a spoiler of some sort. But Wait. Um, are you talking about the part whenever Ned and Robert are going out away from all the camp and everything? And <laughs> Yeah. And he, oh. Yeah. Wyla um, or something? Wyla, yeah. Lila or Lila or something. Yeah. Did they say that in the book? In the first book, yes, they did. Because like, I would, I would assume if, if they didn't say that in the book, that it, that George R. R. Martin was at least aware of it, because it seemed like they couldn't really go that off, off script, you know, like. Well, but they had all the books by when they were making the show. That's true. Well, they, I think they do. He did say it in the book, and he said it just like that, like Lilla, like don't ask me about it anymore, Robert. Oh, okay. You, yeah. Okay. You, so I, I, I would have. Yeah. Not have, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Like, and the Robert thing is, struck a chord. And go ahead, Mom. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, totally. And that's and that's hard. Like with Ned, you really have to annoy Ned. Um, and I think that's pretty significant. Um, I do remember that in the book that he was annoyed with him for asking and like for prying. And that's, and, that's like that's all you're getting. You're gonna get, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I just didn't remember the name. If, if it yeah, that was me. Out. I didn't remember the name either. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was sort of interesting. Like, yeah, you're. You be the king still, but yeah, there's there's things you there's, can't ask me about. There's and he's and and to Robert's credit, you know, he's not like, oh, well, you have to tell me, Ned, because I'm the king, and yeah, you know, yeah. he's Robert like, okay, okay all right, all right, like perpetually in high school. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Like you know, like how he's he's like the king of locker talk. You know what I mean? Totally. Oh, it's yeah. Filthy. He doesn't really, but I mean, I mean, think about it though. I mean, it's not bad. I'm just saying that that's, that's how I see him. He has to be with Cersei, so I think yeah, it's more like it's, a, of a release. Probably. I think <laughs> the thing is, it, Robert, in a way, is is kind of um, it, it's in you know, he's almost sort of a sad character in a way because you yes. don't yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want what he has. No, well, because he, he gets want, screwed. He doesn't want of... to be the king. No. Yeah, and I, he doesn't. He wants. He wanted to marry Leanne. Leanna. Leanne. Yeah, um, and she's dead. So yeah, no, really Yeah, work. but that happens a lot in the center. I, I I can't even feel sorry for anybody with tragic pasts watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, but do we ever find out? Because I'm not really clear on what happened with her. I don't know if we find out in later books because that's that is completely deliberate on George R. R. Martin's part. Oh, really? You're not supposed to know uh, anything, really. Because whenever Ned thinks of it, it's always, you know, her in blood and roses. And she's dying. And she says, please, Ned, please promise me. But you never know what he's promising. 
Yeah. And that's all we know. We know at go. least part that's of the promise that she it. wants to go back to Winterfell. Do we find out what happens ever, or is it just like left open? Well, there's or two you, books that aren't out yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still a lot of ground to cover, yeah, I'm well, sure. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it, we, I mean, it's continually talked about whenever Ned is alive. Yeah. And of course, after that, you don't really, you know, because Ned's dead, you don't really get that anymore. So in the first book, you really, really see, you know, that from his point of view. And then after that, I can kind of see why people would forget about Lyanna because, um, well, because Robert's, you know, Robert's dead and Ned's dead. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't read the first book, uh, we're spoiling it all over the place. So, yep. yeah, we <laughs> Where we should assume is that people have read the first book. We probably shouldn't assume any further than that. all of us have that. read the first book. <laughs> Pardon? All of us have read the first book. Yeah, like, so. let's, let's assume that if you're listening, and hopefully you realize yeah. this before, but... Like, we're not going to talk Pat in the series past the first, first book, we're, what yeah. we're talking about, but the episode in question, but we're going to assume that, like, like we've all read the first book, and... Like, or, or so if you haven't read the first book, stop listening and go read one. it. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen season one, or the... Yeah. So. Um, this... Uh, this season, go ahead. Go ahead, Mika. This episode, for me, was, like, eh. <laughs> like, um... It was, it just, for some reason, for me, I was just kind of like, eh. all right, blah, 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 back with the Dothraki, okay, you know, it was still, it was still like the preliminary, still setting it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so for me, especially like the first 20 minutes or so, which my notes pretty much reflect, I'm pretty sure I didn't really cover all of those things in, in much detail because I was just like. <laughs> snore can we just move along <laughs> like it's not that i it's not that i didn't like it it was just it just seemed like just like okay you know we're still setting up you know can we get to the good stuff so it didn't start picking up for me until probably about the um like the 25 minute mark and so about halfway through the show and then and then it kind of started it started to pick up a little bit a little bit more and um and this episode was also full of I don't know that you would get the amount of subtext that happens in these episodes if you haven't read the books. Yeah. You know, and 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 uh. I know I would not have gotten nearly the same amount of subtext in this episode if if um I was watching it like undescribed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and the thing like that looking at each other and and there's like a world of of words in those in those expressions and because i've read the book i'm just kind of like uh-oh yeah i see that foreshadowing yeah i think well, if i did if i could going back to like talking about that if, if i hadn't read the books i i might have been able to follow some but i think it would it would definitely have to be one of those shows that you have to watch multiple times yeah i think to, to get everything um but uh i know yeah, I think this episode had a lot of setup. Like there was a lot. Like the first half was setting up a lot of things. Like people were leaving. Like you know, John was leaving for the 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 Night's Watch, and yeah. um, that part most with of the him were leaving for the the for King's Landing. That part with him and Arya, I didn't think was as emotional as it was nope. in the book for me. I agree. Um, I like that original one a lot yeah. better in the book. There was I the, don't remember, so I was all oh yeah, but you didn't have. It didn't feel. I don't know if, it's, if it was actor chemistry um, or what, but it didn't feel quite... Until she hugged him, it, it started to feel more 
real when she like hugged him and stuff and they're you know they were talking and um but like he gives her the sword and you don't really understand i don't think it's clear in the show why he's doing that and i think it would have been because in the if i'm if i'm not if i'm remembering correctly when that scene happened in the book they were watching the the dueling of all the other people right yeah yeah what was happening so I think it kind of because she wanted to be doing that. She didn't want to be doing all the the girly stuff. Yeah. Like the. the right. Um. So I think that's that's where that's different. Um. I, although it did sort of make me chuckle a little bit the the scene where like she was like trying to get her wolf to do all these things and he wouldn't. She wouldn't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, gloves. Like no. Nope. Oh, well, that's so Lester. That that is Lester right there. Like, no. Nope. <laughs> well, I think the the we sort of discover that the wolf wolves personalities are like the kids so it makes sense because she I doesn't so. yeah she do that if she was you know yeah 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 actually i think in the book those were two separate scenes right like because i don't he remember goes that scene in the book and though. talks to aria first when she's watching and then later on when they're oh yeah i think you might be okay. right okay. Yeah. He, take, he yeah. brings her the sword because they had been watching it earlier yeah. together so and, like he okay. messes up her hair which i don't think he does in the show at least i didn't say he did you know, that kind of thing. That touch, to me, like, says everything. Like, when he's, like, messing up her hair. and Yeah, know. like, that's, like, real affection. That's yeah. Like, you know, we're... we're it, was, t- you know. it was super sad. Like, I think I got a little teary in the book, and I didn't really I feel did that too. emotion in the in the show. But maybe there was more, like, visual subtext that we weren't getting, too. Um, the well, other scene that, I, that struck me a lot was, and I don't remember this. This might have been in the book, too, but I don't remember it. Is when Cersei goes to see Catelyn. That never happened in the book. Yeah, I was so. like, "What a bitch!" Like she was just going on about how her kid died, and like I, I was like, "Oh I think, man!" I think they're trying to make that more, um, like they're trying to make Cersei more um, sympathetic. But see, I didn't get that at all. I just got like she's talking about how her kid and like you know he's so little and he's so frail and like she's just going on and on and on and i was just I, like wow now, was your, were your that. reaction tempered by the fact that you know you've read a lot more in the books yeah, do you think you... um well but she did they <laughs> her brother did push him out of the window so that's true yeah like, we, we do, do know have that, that yeah. information and like she's in there going my kid died. and she was upset she's earlier that he wasn't to, dying they're trying and... to show like women bonding mothers I don't, see bonding. i didn't get that feeling at no. all no, no 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 see i think the whole point of that scene i think was because a lot of times they with you know television series or movies or whatever right like they can't they can't be as subtle as they can in a book and sometimes they need to hammer home a point over and over i think this was to start a little bit earlier on in the story with the thread of the um the fact that like robert's kids tended to usually have the dark hair and of course that's the kid that she's saying died is the one with the dark hair who probably you know having read the book we know okay she probably killed that kid or whatever because Mm -hmm. um but in the book she had an abortion yeah, like, right. In but the the, book, the point the point is is that they're planting the first seeds, no pun intended, of that <laughs> of that uh, of that thread of the story, that part, that aspect of the story. Hmm. They're getting See, it because we, get we don't all, hear but... anything about that until like halfway through the book at all. Like we have no idea that any of that went on. This this is. Getting to that a little bit sooner, yeah. having a little bit more of a, a thread that runs through the whole thing. I think. But I just I think it was kind of cool. 
I love how you guys are have such deep opinions about that because and how my opinion was like totally shallow because <laughs> I just thought that she was hoping to get Caitlin to run out of the room so that she could try to smother the kid with a pillow. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, that might have been what, yeah, could have, yeah. Like you maybe because there were it seemed to me like there was a very malicious undertone like because she was like oh you don't need to hear this right now and then she continued to talk about it like but I'm gonna do it anyway I'm like rubbing salt in the wound like it was very malicious to me like very malicious I didn't think of it that way but I mean you're kind of right and I mean I mean who knows I mean it's Cersei she is she is one of the most awful awful human beings on the planet. Yeah, I mean, she's a terror. Like, usually with George R. R. Martin characters, you're like, yeah, I don't really agree with that, but you're still kind of cool. I still get why you do a lot of the things you do. Cersei, I feel the same way about her dad, just, but that goes into other stuff. But yeah, You're just kind of, nope, nope, you're crazy. Nope, don't want anything to do with you. Because there was, there was one point in this, well, <laughs> this goes, never mind, never mind, never mind. Does, does there, <laughs> you guys think... Do you guys think that Tyrion knows that Jamie pushed Bran out of the window? And I only ask because at the breakfast table, like it seems like these two yeah. it seems like these two are not are not doing all that well with the whole subtlety thing. I think like he if, knows. If I pushed a kid out of a window, which I wouldn't, but if I did <laughs> and I had an and I had an accomplice and someone mentioned it like in public I probably wouldn't be, like, exchanging worried glances with that person and being like, uh-oh. <clears throat> so I just wonder if maybe Tyrion, like, if Tyrion... I think he suspects. He might I think know he it, does. or he might just suspect, and he might, like, probably one of the things he does is he just kind of, kind of, even if he like, wait doesn't... See. Yeah, or he kind of he like, needles people just to kind of get their reactions, because often your reactions will, will, you know, you can learn more from someone's reactions than you can from what they actually say, so... Yeah, yeah for um, instance, like, if Jamie dropped his eyes or something to something Tyrion said, I mean, that's kind of revealing. I mean, we have to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. We have to remember, too, that particularly in the book, um, I'm not really sure how this will play out, but I think it's similar... Tyrion and Jamie are very close. Um, they're like the antipathy, you know, the antipathy that that Tyrion and Cersei have is yeah. not what what Tyrion and Jamie have. And so I think that even if even if Tyrion knew, I I don't know how he would react to that because he probably wouldn't. The thing is, the thing is, even if he knows. If he knows, he probably wouldn't necessarily do anything. But to him, he'd be like, "Oh, that's that's a bit of information that you know may come in handy at some point in the future." Oh, yeah, that's a definite yeah. Tyrion situation thing. Yeah. presents itself. Yeah, because yeah, um, Tyrion's very opportunistic in a lot yes. of ways. But I have a question. <laughs> Speaking of Tyrion, when we first see him at the start of the episode, it says he he was in like the straw. He gets up out of straw, and there's like dogs around. Like, was he sleeping on the kennel? I was clearly confused about that. I thought that he was having sex with women. <laughs> I don't oh, know how it was. He could because the description was... cut out and we didn't get to see. They they said where he was, but it's, yeah. I thought they said something about the kennel and there were like dogs around and stuff. And I was like kind of confused. And making him sleep in the kennel, maybe. Because well, <laughs> they were traveling at that point, or they were no? Because that was the beginning. Left, left uh, Winterfell, yet. yeah. Yeah, I think that he was whoring. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Why? I mean. It doesn't been. seem like he would he would hide that. He's like, yeah, I'm just wherever. Like, I'm gonna, you know. Well, the, the the thing that's weird is that you don't ever really see that at all until, um, until uh, Shay. Really, there's no Tyrion woman 
thing going on until Shay in the book. But in the show, they're just like, yeah, do do do, Tyrion. <laughs> like, the ladies. I'm just going to call him Pimp, Pimp, Pimp Daddy T or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's awesome, though. I love it. Between a book and in, in a book, you can kind of gradually reveal. You know everything yeah. about a character in in the show. That's why you had to you have to see it. You have to learn everything about a character pretty much the first time you see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we had that's why with with Tyrion we you know in the first episode we we saw him with all the women and stuff and whatnot. But and it was like uh, hitting um, Joffrey. I was like, yay, do cool. that more. Oh, I, I was like, yes, <laughs> get that parenting on. Do do what Jamie and Cersei wouldn't do. <laughs> Well, but see, that's why Joffrey is such a horrible, horrible kid because Cersei doesn't do anything, and he's like, spoiled brat. And then, yeah, like we see at the parent. end of the episode, you know, he's no, she's not a parent, and she's like, he'll be scarred for the rest of his life. Well, what do you think is going to happen to those girls? Like, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't care. And well, well, do- well Josh and I had this big discussion about the the whole like lady situation because. I kind of defended Robert, and he was kind of against Robert, where, like, um, you know, he just, Robert kind of was just like, dude, I don't want any part of this craziness, and <laughs> Robert's like, bye. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Cersei was like, oh, well, what are you going to do about the other wolf? And I'm like, really, Cersei? Robert could have just been like, no, I'm well, the king. Well, at first he was, at first I'm- he was like, yeah, he was like... Kids will. This, the kids do this. This is what happens. And and to, and at one point he was like to Joffrey, he's like, "Really, you're making a big deal? Like a, a you let a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that and was awesome. Gonna, like, you're gonna complain about. And then like he was like, "Oh, I forgot about the wolves." And it was almost like he just didn't want to deal with it. I think yeah. in the book it seemed a lot more like conflicted. He still didn't want to deal with it. But in, in the, the book, book, it seemed like I was more upset with him in the book than the show. Maybe because I like the character of Robert so much more in the show. Just the way the guy plays him, I think and is, is... In the, in the, oh the, yeah. Like in the book, he was very much like because Ned was like, "All right, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, then you have to do it, yeah, do it." And he's like, "No, just have it be done." Like, don't, don't. Yeah, he didn't want to. Yeah. So in the show, they made it. They downplayed it a little bit too. Um, that was like the most horrible scene. Oh, I oh, yeah. hated that. Why did we have to show that on, on the show? Because in the book, they, they don't. Play. Play. <laughs> it was just like oh. Oh. actually like. My guess is we heard a sound, but my guess is if if you were watching it, that it cuts away, and you don't actually see it. It didn't say the description. It didn't say that. Well, that we I know it, so. it's HBO. It shows all kinds of awful things. I'm sure they showed it. Yeah, <laughs> I think they 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 don't care. They'll be like, "Hey, you want to see a girl getting raped from behind? Well, here's Daenerys and Drogo." Do, do, do. <laughs> Wait, you know, it's peeve. I'll talk about that in a minute. But I bet they did show the puppy. Yeah, I think so. It's HBO. They know they have no. Uh, filter. They have no social conscience. They're just like, yep, yep. There you go. You know, it's interesting because last (laughs) show it. Speaking of Drogo, we'll go there. But last week we were talking about, you know, that scene that they changed. Yeah, from the book, and it seems like because I remember when I was reading the book that I was really confused as to why. Okay, he was really gentle the first time, but after that, it was like. You know, it's on. And yeah, I think... I confused by that I wonder well. if it, if they decided to make it more consistent with, like, okay, so this is how he is all the time, versus, like, there was this one time when he was gentle, and now there are these other yeah, times. That, that's a, yeah, I wonder if that's something they, they... 
Like, I, it I seems like they change things to make things more consistent, like, instead of, like, being confusing, maybe. Yeah, because, I mean, anytime, it, like, a TV series based on any kind of book or even a movie based on a book or whatever, like, it's always like, this is the story in concentrate. And when you do that, you lose a lot of the complexities and the subtleties and characters and things like that. Like, they have to do that. Otherwise, it's confusing to the, the audience because they're getting this sort of, like, I mean, even, like, compare the, the uh, you know, audiobook of Game of Thrones to the first season. Like it's we talked about that a little bit last time. It's like thirty whatever it is, thirty four hours, I think, for the audiobook versus ten hours of you know, actually less than ten hours, because none of the episodes are quite an hour long of of screen time. So like if you included all those those bits and pieces in this much shorter span of time, it's just gonna be confusing to the viewer. I just I've so I I've I'm sorry. This is my big pet peeve. Like, we can get a whole bunch of other scenes to be accurate, but we can't get the scene involving, like, women and sexuality to be accurate, you know, involving that particular part. I think that they could have, that it would have been just as subtle and just as good had they, had they, you know, characterized that first scene the way that, the way that it was that it was written and I just and it really bothers me that we can get all this other you know things not not necessarily like perfectly correct but there are certainly parts of this show that definitely run toward the book and we can't get like the one scene well like, I mean the plus, one or two or her interactions with him we can't get that right like well, we, plus it in the, all has to be like in the that. second in the second episode like it shows like um him doing it to her again, but it's even like worse. Yes, it's the second time. And you're like, I don't Whoa, understand though. I, I don't understand why. I guess I don't. I didn't understand in the book why, because the first scene was awesome, and then you see him again, and it's like, wait, what happened? You know? It, yeah, I, that is weird to me. I don't too. understand. I still don't understand that, and I wonder I if. Did she end up liking it the second time? Like, I mean, did she? No, no, like she didn't like it. After no, in, that. in the book, yeah, you're right. And he was he was gentle the first time, and then he wasn't later. And, and like I, we see I them later on, and she's talking. Well. Yeah, like she's talking about how he's he comes in every night, and he you know does her from behind, and like I was like, but what? How, why is he different now? Like I was really confused, and I was like, well, I guess it's just. I think the reason why George R. R. Martin did that is because um, like at the beginning she's really really subjugated and sexually and then whenever um, she has her talk with um, the blonde girl I forget what her name is the the prostitute girl it's not is it it's not Jiqui no no it's the uh, other girl um Anyway, I, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember. Yeah, she, she's kind of like, okay, well, this is what you have to do. And, and, and so she takes Drogo outside and they do their thing. And now she's on top and she's the one who's in control. And she's the one, you know, she figures out, hey, there's something to this sex thing. I don't have to be just... Um, yeah. And then it does and, become this thing at the end when it's all, you know, like it's she's in control and, and he like you see him kind of warming up to her. 
Yeah. I was like, it's so, about I, I think That I think actually makes more happened. sense to me than the other way around. If it would have happened the way it happened in the book where he was he was gentle in the first episode and then not, and then and then she took control, people would be like, why was he gentle? Like, what? I don't understand. Why was well, he... Because I was like, like that in the book. I was confused. So it, Yeah, so I, I can kind of see why they did that. Yeah, I can. Like, it makes it more consistent with... I did, it's been I a while just, since I read the book, so I forgot those little... Those little um, side things. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I don't think we had a scene in the book of the, of the other woman kind of showing her how no, to, we, no, no, of course we didn't have that, but that's that, the dudes, that was like, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's totally for the guys. Here's <laughs> <laughs> some possible lesbian I, action for all of you. I think in the book it's like spread out long and it's over it's spread over a longer period of time so it's a little bit easier to accept than it would be in you know one episode to the next in the television series like literally one episode no, to the I next. No, I think it was like one series. scene to the like we saw her and we saw the wedding and then we saw it might have been three scenes with her but we saw yeah, they, them they again really and compressed the the um Daenerys story. Yeah. I am having trouble figuring out like the t- I'm having trouble figuring out like the time when it when it comes to these shows, like you know, because um, it's very easy for me to be like, oh, well, season one was yesterday, you know, see, episode <laughs> one was yesterday, season two, episode two is today. today yeah, it's possible, it's possible that that because like in, in I mean, we can probably assume that in the in the book, like parallel, everything is kind of happening linear, linearly, but mm-hmm. maybe that isn't the case necessarily with the TV show because the it seems like the like I said the it's only been a couple days. In in terms of the 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 stuff with with the Starks and 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 going to King's Landing and everything, but it seems like a lot of time must have passed in the the Daenerys thing. And, and the, speaking of which, speaking of Daenerys, I, I wonder if you're going to say the same thing I am because I was confused about something. Well, I don't know. If, I don't probably not because I was. They were talking about um, uh, Ned and 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 Robert were talking about um, that you know they heard that she married a, a Dothraki and and like. They were going to come over, like he did. They have to come over this, the sea and everything like that. Was that? Did they know that? I mean, did they know about all that? Did yeah. They know that, did, did, they in didn't the know. book, in the book, it makes that clear. I don't know if it does in the show. In the yeah, book, in the book, they knew about it too. In the book, okay. they knew about it because Jorah Marmont tells them because he's a spy. Remember, the reason why he's where he is is because he's spying on Daenerys for the king and Ned because Ned, like, basically. Marmont owes his life, Jorah Marmont, rather not Jorah. Wait, 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 what? I don't think. <laughs> I think we're you're going too far. I think you need to like book three or four, maybe, because I don't know that we know any of this stuff. No, no, we do, we do. In the book, it talks about how because he talks how, about how he hates Ned Stark and stuff. He doesn't like Ned. The only time we've ever had him mention Ned Stark is that he doesn't like him. Yeah. No, but yeah. Ned's no, but whenever they're talking about, um. Of course, we we know that he doesn't like Ned because Ned wanted his head because because he was selling um, slaves. Which they talk about in the show. Oh, they was that, did they mention that in the book? Yeah, I don't remember. And so that. so we know that we know those things because Jor Marmont is telling them what's going on. Like, hey, by the way, just FYI, Daenerys is pregnant with a a half Dothraki kid or how, whatever. Is he, he how's he doing that with like ravens and stuff? Um, I I don't I don't I, remember that at all. I don't remember. I, I still. But I know that I know that he's telling them what's going on. Remember this at all? But yeah. I have a, I have a question about. It's subtly done though. It's not like in your face or anything. It's. Really <laughs> no, it's <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah, really not. 
It's really subtle because uh, I didn't. Um, I was confused about Daenerys. 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 Um, when like it cuts away from her, and then we see her, and they're like fixing her hands, and I'm like, what happened to her hands? Like, no, too. I I missed that. I was really confused. Oh, I don't know. I kind of remember that too, though, Holly. I was like, wait. I thought that was when it switched because sometimes the scenes switch quickly, but I seem to remember that that was them bandaging Caitlin's hands. No, no, they, they, they were the the, the women were washing, like were cleaning her hands and stuff, and that's yeah. what they were talking about. And and she dismissed two of them, and they were talking about um sex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just couldn't remember exactly like the like how it led into that and um everything, but. The um, but yeah, so I I wondered about that too. I wondered if it was just like her, if there was anything specific, or if it was just like. You know, I wonder if it, if it had to do with like maybe she wasn't used to riding a horse, and if that's it, what I was I thinking. That too, and Actually, her, I did wonder that, like if it was just her. yeah, just her. soreness from that. Um, like, it could be either that or Jogo really missed his aim. Yeah, oh Jogo. What does that say though? If you have to change the scene, like. I fell in love with my rapist. Like, it does. It really does, doesn't it? Because in the book, at least you get it, kind of, except for, like, after the wedding, and then it's like, oh, I don't really like this, Drogo. Can we switch it up a little bit? But before that, <laughs> yeah, like, in the, in the, in the show, and That though, part was weird in the book, too. Like, I was just like, I don't... I don't understand. I just feel like Daenerys has Stockholm syndrome. I think maybe because yeah. well, because she's like she's really upset about Mary, and then he's really gentle, and then and then he's a he's a jerk, and then she's all in love with him, and then she's pregnant, and then she's eating but I mean, eating the, a heart, it, it, and then you know, ugh, I don't want to see that in part. So in the, in the show though, like you know, like she's been treated like sh- crap by her brother, <laughs> you know, and then oh the yeah. One, who really is kind to her is Jorah and the and the maid. You know, you know what I mean. Like yeah. those yeah. are the that tend to and be just and sad. and just think about that for a minute. Jorah Jorah is kind to her, and but look what he's doing. But yeah. see, we don't know that though. I'm we I'm do. not convinced we that we know that. We do. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I still don't think that, that was in book one. That, that no, I don't think. So. I, don't, I definitely don't think that was in book one. <laughs> well, now I have to try to find it. Yeah, I, and I, if you do, let us know because I don't remember this at all. I'm sorry if I spoiled it. I didn't mean to. But um, by the way, surprise. By the way, by the way, book six says that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, we've been avoiding the, uh, obvious. Should we talk about... What's the obvious? <laughs> the <laughs> end. not obvious to me. <laughs> the end, the wolf, all that. We should probably talk, well, I think talk we about that. Of, we kind of Yeah, I guess we kind of it. talked about it, yeah. I, mean, I had to pet Lester after that. I was like, oh. I know, I pet Lester. Tojo after that, too. <laughs> Lester, I would never, never let Ned Stark kill you. Promise. Well, because, and, and Arya defends Lady, too, which I do remember from the book, because she, you know, was upset, yeah. but... Yeah, and Sansa is a... Like, Lady, what up there? Don't, you know... Yeah, and Sansa completely blames her, and I think that is so wrong. I think Can she... Can you imagine the talk at the family reunion if they all live in 20 years? <laughs> like, what the... You remember that one time? You got my dog killed, you bitch! <laughs> and Arya will be like, well, you know what you did? You were in love 
Joffrey. <laughs> you, you, yeah. betrayed, you betrayed our, our father and had him killed. So yeah, so I think I think I I I think you win <laughs> because like she, she she was complete. Like she was she knew what happened. And yeah. she just didn't want to say. Oh, well, but see, the cool thing about the book, though, crazy. No, but the cool thing about the book is that. Oh, wait, maybe this isn't in the third episode. Yeah, listen. <laughs> um, or the second well, episode. Don't get to talk about the books anymore. Well, the book. <laughs> no, like we've we've been talking about the first book a little bit, but yeah. yeah. No, but I was no, I was thinking about the the the, ep- the next episode, so I can't I can't go there. Oh, but that's it. Not yet. Yeah. But Sansa, I just see that Sansa just, she just, she wants, she cries. What is that? What is that? <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Airplane landing. <laughs> it's like a transportation hub at, their, at your house. I love it. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Something about Sansa. Oh, yes. Sansa, Sansa seems to, she really seems to, like, thrive on, <clears throat> she, her whole identity seems to be wrapped around pleasing other people. And and so in doing so, she tends to alienate the people that are closest that are the closest to her, and she kind of comes off as being a brainless twit, which I don't think that she is, but she definitely, she wants to please everybody, and she wants, she just wants her peaceful life, and to be married, and to pop out some youngins, and... She's naive in a lot of ways, because she thinks it's like the songs. She has this idea of, of, of people, of, of, like... uh, Very innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, I think gets her 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 whole idea from like the songs and like she sees it as she sees it as very romantic and she's almost kind of in a fantasy world and she doesn't really like it i think and, and i think it's almost in a way like you, you don't like it's funny because in in i don't have a lot of sympathy for her though because of what she does later no on. i mean you kind of like in later on in in at least in in after the the events of of most of the first book, you kind of start to see like, okay, she was like, she's she's become she kind of becomes aware of what she did. Yeah. Well, I kept saying that she was going to get her innocence taken. It just took too long for her to do that, and she screwed everything up. She screwed a lot of things up. I think she had. I think she had to screw everything up to in order but, to get. But she like I I sort of stopped having sympathy for her when she like was like, oh, I don't know what happened. And, like, all the, you know, these things, she sets these, because if she had at least backed up, I mean, it might not have made a difference. If she had, but that was, I guess that's maybe the first step to having her innocence, even though she denied it. But, I mean, if she would have admitted what happened, her, her, her wolf wouldn't have been killed. Well, maybe, well, I, I don't, maybe. It's also I don't think that matters, really. I think I Cersei would have done it anyway. Cersei doesn't she care don't... what's true and what's not. I yeah. mean, she's. She has kids with her brother. I mean, come yeah, on. She doesn't care. Sansa's kid. She's and only then, eleven. I mean, I'm looking at it from an adult point of view. I think she might have been a little older on the TV show, though. She seemed a little she's older. She's thirteen on the TV. They're all the kids are like two years older on the show. Yeah, but I think I think so, Miko was trying to say something. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's, it's just that you know I have to keep in mind because I'm like this too. There's a lot of things at like age thirty-four that I know better at about then like age 24 and and so on and so forth and so when i see things that people are doing that are dumb like like kind of what sansa did i have to really work at reminding myself that she is 
that she is just a friend and that are just a kid and that I can't see it through the, I can't constantly look at it through the lens of an adult and through hindsight. Like, you know, she, it was really important to her that, that Joffrey like her and he, and he, and, and that was something that was very important to her um, because, and he was oozing on the charm. Although I would like to think that after he called his sister, her sister a cunt, that she would have, <laughs> that she would have like. And he was really mean to her at the I, end when he was telling her to go get help. Like he was, he was rude, but it didn't, none of it mattered. Than, it doesn't, she doesn't really see him for who he is until much, but, much later. But there until, are no. so many women, there are so many women who are like that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even, yeah. even when they're adults, like, I don't know yeah. what happens to us. I think, I think like one of my French professors said it really well that women are masochists and I was really offended at first when I first when he first told me that but now I'm like yeah we are because you know like Sansa is hurting herself not but I think though people. like yeah she hurts she hurts other people as well yeah she later. I realized the consequence of those actions quite yet like right you know what I mean like I know that she what she did was was wrong and terrible, but she's looking at it through the mind of, I just want, I just, like, this is just a, an obstacle. This is just a bump in the road of something that happened. I have to fix it somehow. Yeah. And so the only way to really fix it is to, is to be passive. And the passive response is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, if she was being well, malicious, it would have been like, well, that was actually in the myriads. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, she it. was malicious. I mean, there was a like we can't talk about it because it's not happened yet. But there was a point where it's sort of like it's sort of. I mean, I she's come around a little bit for me now, but for, for a while I was like. But, and Arya is finding her. Arya is kind of finding her identity. She she clearly has like zero fucks to give about anything. <laughs> like she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. She just does her own. She does her own thing, and she knows that she's loved by John, and she knows that she's loved by her family. And, you know, there's, like, a little bit of the sibling rivalry, which tip- which typically is very normal yeah. for families. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know because yeah. I'm an only child. I was an only child until 25. And then, <laughs> but, but then, but then I wonder, too, if maybe Sansa looks at Arya and is jealous of, like, kind of the Arya's devil-may-care, you know, kind of, kind of attitude. See, I, I don't it, know if she understands yeah. it. In the book, no. it's more clear. Like she definitely is like, why Doesn't would you want to like do it. that? Yeah, but it's Doesn't not as clear in the show that she's she's got as many issues with Arya. As she well, like a lot of times you you do see that with 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 siblings like who are completely opposite, and they don't even. It's it's. I think it's hard when you're when you're that opposite. Like you don't even understand why the other side, the other person would want to be the way they are. And I think both of them are like that. Like why, like like. You know, Ari is like I don't even understand why she wants to, you know, do all this stuff and worry about like marrying princes and that stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's the thing that's hard for me though. And, like, and Sansa's like, Sansa's like, why would Arya want to? That's what boys do. Girls don't do swords and stuff. That's not a girly. That's not. That's a boy thing. And and so I think they're they're both. They just don't even understand. Um, it's it's the kind of thing where they probably. But I think Arya is more equipped to deal with her life. Oh, Probably. I, I mean, she's I she tends to live more in reality than 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 Sansa does. Um, Especially but, later on, what happens to her? Josh yeah, I don't. Get a word in too, by the way. Didn't oh. get her. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Josh. I was just one thing I wanted to discuss out there since we're talking about the the kid characters in the show and things. 
generally speaking, with only one real exception that I can think of, the actors that they got, the kid actors they got to portray these parts, I've been incredibly impressed by how well oh, they've yeah. done, how well yes. they've embodied all these characters. I mean, I, I know that was one thing I was a little, you know, like we talked about it last time, remember I was saying like I was a little weird getting used to Tyrion because like he's got <laughs> that Welsh accent in the book and like for him not to have it in the show was throwing me for a loop. And I kind of worried a little bit about that with a lot of these characters, especially ones like Arya and John, who like I was, I'm very attached to those. They're like my two favorite characters in the me book. Me too, yeah. Yeah. I love those and- two characters. I was worried about seeing them on screen. Um, kind of the same. I had the same feeling going into the Harry Potter movies where I was really trepidatious, uh, especially when the second movie came out, um, because by then I was a lot more into the books. And I was like, man, you know, I'm attached to these characters as they are. And I, seeing an actor portray them worried me. And kind of the same thing here. But um, the only one that I am not totally sold on is the kid that plays Joffrey. But I oh like my God, him. I think he's great. I think he's yeah. awesome. Oh, that kid. He has that sneery voice. Like he just he has. Does. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't none of it at least for me, like it none of it strikes me as very like it's not as authentic, I guess, to me. Like it, it feels more like he's acting. Like if you watch just use the same example again, right? If you watch the very first Harry Potter movie, um Emma Watson who plays Hermione, like she feels authentic whereas Daniel Radcliffe at that point in the series was still kind of I think getting his acting chops or however you want to put that and like he feels more like he's acting whereas later on he's definitely way more natural but that's kind of how I feel about the kid playing Joffrey that he's like a lot more feels more like he's acting more than like the kid playing Bran or the kid you know the girl playing Arya or whatever. I guess because his right now what we've had well they've seen him he has to be very broad like you know he's very he is kind of acting actually at the moment like when you see him with like he's he's not that person Mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting to see that that'll be something we can talk about later on because maybe like Daniel Radcliffe maybe um he'll kind of grow into it because his character you don't really see much of his character in the first yeah, that's part of a, yeah, that's true. But that's the, something the we, rest, we can talk about as it goes on too. Mm-hmm. The rest of the those kids, though, I've been like just blown away by how well, oh, yeah. like they're they're quite impressive. Yeah. yeah, they really are. And the the girl playing Arya is like dead on. Like I love yep. that character anyway, and that probably colors my perspective a bit. No, but even Jordan Martin said like she's freaking amazing. Like he just loves her because. She's really good. And the he guy is. that plays Tyrion is growing on me. At first, I wasn't sure, because we didn't really get to see much of him in the first episode, but I really like him. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to see more of his awesome... I mean, just imagine, though, like... I mean, apparently, like, I've I've seen, like, um, interviews with him and stuff, and, like, um, people, like, talking about, like, what it's like to work with him. And basically, um, they just talk about how, really, it's... The main thing for them is that they have to just make sure he doesn't get hurt um, when doing a lot of the more athletic stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, he is only, he is um, four foot five. Oh wow, six. Wow. Um, so that's you know. But Tyrion isn't a super athletic char- like character. So I mean, I'm sure he has some things to do, but he's not like especially later on. But he's not. Well, he's later on, first, yeah, he's yeah. got, like, the whole battle on horseback yeah. and all that stuff, so. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> I missed I missed the part in the book that Sir Ellen Payne. Mm. I didn't realize that he didn't have a tongue. Like I don't know how I missed yeah. that in the book. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot. Part. I remember when they said it. Yeah, I remember I did there too. was a character who didn't have a tongue, but I forgot that it was him. Mm-hmm. Oh my um, god, he was so creepy. He is, I remember dude, that. He is he creepy. One creepy dude. dude. Yep. And I was like, doo, doo, doo. also, I'm on Team Direwolf. I just have to say. Me too. Yeah. I'm on Team Direwolf with the. I I feel like that assassin did not even know what was coming. What was coming for him? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that part was kind of intense. It was awesome. I was a little I bit glad we had description over top of that because I wasn't really sure I needed to hear yeah, those the sounds. Were very vivid. Full. Yeah, very <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I bet that even... was the kind of thing where because I, I remember seeing a thing about um, about Psycho when they made the movie Psycho that that like Alfred Hitchcock went into huge deeds like he because they made the stabbing sounds by like stabbing like melons. And he like had to. He went through all these different and to find just the right. Sa- and I, I think they must have done something similar here. They do because you can hear the blood like hitting things and dripping. <laughs> oh, like I don't need that much detail. I don't think. I just, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. It was part. I don't know what that says about me, but it was one of my favorite scenes in this episode. When the assassin well, because, got well, because yeah. part of that though is because at least for me, it was like, oh my gosh, poor Bran. Like, yeah, it's not like he hasn't been through enough. Poor guy, but again, with the stabbing and the... No. That guy that was playing the assassin sounded like David Tennant. I just want to put that out there. You're not supposed to be here. (laughs) I don't think it was, but he had a similar accent. I was glad that we had the description because if if we hadn't read the book, for example... You wouldn't know. We would not have known in the end... That the two scenes that were kind of juxtaposed. Ooh, look at me, big word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that together, you know, that how those two scenes tied in together with the wolf, one wolf being killed as Bran is waking, waking up. Like up. I would have yeah. not. Did that happen in the book? I couldn't. Remember. I don't think I don't so. No, I don't think it. Did. Well, we well, I wanted to see stuff with the crow and Yeah, I wanted yeah, to see them do that in the show, but I, I didn't figure they would. But. I wanted to see them that do the whole so crow hallucination thing. Yeah, I know it would be hard, but uh, I'm going to be very interested to see in in uh, subsequent episodes and subsequent seasons if they get to if they do because there's there is stuff coming up, and you know we're not really talking about stuff beyond the first book, but there is stuff in stuff where where there's more a lot of, a lot of dreaming stuff with Bran, and I'm curious yeah. to see how mm-hmm. they do that on the Me too. Show. Yeah. What's Bran's wolf's name? Summer. Summer. But okay. we don't and know that yet. Him as a he, right? Yeah, we don't know that yet. We don't know okay. his name. Is... In the book, when he wakes up, he just knows his name. Oh, it's Summer. It's yeah, just, like he. Yeah, yeah. he, he doesn't name him until he wakes up. Yeah, and he had, he was the only one who hadn't named his his wolf mm. yet. And Summer is a he too. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was. What was throwing me off? <laughs> like all the the males have male wolves and the females have female wolves. Okay. Yeah. Lady. Oh, poor lady. <laughs> Well, anyway, I think we've probably gone through most of what we want to talk about. Yeah, and, is there anything that we haven't covered? We'll get to Mika's notes. Yes, we definitely have to do Mika's notes. But is there anything we haven't? <laughs> is there anything we haven't covered? I don't, I don't think, think so. No, I think we've got it all. Still loving the music. Loving the music. I know. That is actually the one draw. Like I, I, I think the show would be unfollowable without the description. But the drawback to that is you don't get the you don't get to hear yeah. the music as well. The sound effects. I mean, we talked a little about this, but even like the, the scene, 
Even like the the uh, ambient sound effects, like people walking around and like in the. I notice it in the breakfast people in the stables scene. and the, in the breakfast scene and... when they're walking around. Like you, it just the sounds are really crisp. That's the kind of show that if you had it on like Blu-ray or something, it would be amazing in surround sound. Yeah. Also, um, I like Tyrion and everything, but. Black bacon is not of the good. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just disgusting. That. <laughs> oh, you mean whenever he's like, they go to breakfast? And- yeah, he's like, I want my bacon burnt black. Like, ah, uh, no. He's saying like, like I want the and this and, and this and, and I want and that. Is- <laughs> he just keeps adding stuff to his what he wants. I love him. I love him. I do too. Oh, are we ready for my next? Like, I want to hang out with Tyrion. Yeah, Me I'm too. Like- Let's all hang out with him. Okay. Oh. Tyrion. Whenever you're not in. too, you know, people die in this story. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I just want to be the friend that stays alive. Okay. Yeah, I want to be the sort of on the sidelines, the one who you know stays alive for the whole series. Exactly. So notes for Game of Thrones <laughs> season one, episode two. That's what I wrote on the top of my file because I'm pretentious. So <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, I'm having a fun time right now, Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who cares about her is Sir is Sir Jorah. Wait, is she eating horse meat? I don't blame you, girl. Don't go eating black beauty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <gasps> Sir Jorah, it'll get easier. Daenerys, yeah. Way to say that. You're a man. What do you know anyway? <laughs> Oh yeah, Viserys. Which I loved our little scene that we got with him. Our little two second scene. <laughs> uh, Viserys. I don't want to stay in some five star suite with somebody else. I'm gonna get my crown. <laughs> Pretty much, basically, basically yeah. Basically. Uh, yep. He has like a one track mind. Yeah. I need my crown. <laughs> ah, it's the jerk. I mean, Joffrey. <laughs> Casting did an excellent job. Tyrion is laying down some overdue parenting. <laughs> Maybe if Cer- Cersei and Jaime weren't screwing each other. <laughs> Ellipsis. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Tyrion doesn't even care. I like my bacon crispy, too. That makes us BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> now, clearly, Tyrion is that uncle that nobody wants their kids to be around because he can't stop swearing and saying inappropriate things. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I feel like Tyrion is the ultimate disability rights advocate. Yep. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree too. Um, Tyrion, you know how much I love my family. Except, not really. <laughs> Cersei. Bran reminds me of my firstborn. Oh, wait. I guess I shouldn't say that. But he did die, and your kid is probably going to. By the way, could you just go out of the room for a minute so I can smother him with a convenient pillow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. John is going to go take the black. Jamie is trying to impart advice. Clearly, I didn't really care about the advice that Jamie was imparting because that was like the only note I had about that. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that scene. I didn't how... do it. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. He was like making fun of him and like, like, dude, he's going to keep you safe from all those crazy things. Like, shut up. Exactly. Let's see. Um, 
You know, why doesn't my guide dog help me pack the way that Aria's wolf does? I need an upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ooh, Aria now has a sword. You go, girl. Aw, this scene is so adorable. Sniffles. It it was too adorable for words, apparently. Apparently it was with John and and, uh, Aria. Yeah. John with Bran, another sweet moment. That was sad. I Although I think it was still sadder in the book, especially with the stupid Catelyn crap. Catelyn Catelyn doesn't hold a grudge at all. You rode off seventeen years ago and brought me some other man's child and brought me some other woman's child. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she 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 tends to not uh, get over things apparently. <laughs> Ned is Ned is being implacable. I don't have a choice, Kate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about time. It's about time Ned did something that. Or it's about time that Ned said something that John could take away with him. Next time we see each other, we'll talk about your mother. Um, why couldn't you just tell the kid that he deserves to know? Also, foreshadowing is foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, uh, uh, I know. Ned Robert. Uh. Ned and Robert are talking conquests. Well, Robert is talking conquests. Ned is just listening. <laughs> and then the next one I put bros before hoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what reminded me of. Oh, that's absolutely true. Oh my god, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, Robert, you're too hard on yourself, Ned. You should have been screwing the countryside like I did. <laughs> don't just don't just don't just leave yourself for one bastard child when you could have 20. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Robert has some supreme bitterness. Maybe he should see Dr. Phil about his issues. <laughs> I also love how we went from whoring to talking about war in 2.5 seconds. <laughs> they rhyme. They go so. together. They too. <laughs> you have to be kidding me. Another rape scene between Daenerys and Drogo? HBO, please. This is ridiculous. You've managed to get just about every other detail correct, except when it comes to how women were treated. I was pretty pissed off. John is like, nah, totally not interested in a bunch of rapists being my brothers. (laughs) Ooh, John struck a nerve with Tyrion. I love these little talks that Tyrion and John have. I know. I wish we could have their own spinoff show for like, I know. Rob is stepping up to handle his mother's business because Cat- Caitlin is too busy being distraught. Uh-oh, hooded figure lurking behind Caitlin. <laughs> Way to creep up on the comatose kid. That's pretty low, even for a hired killer. <laughs> um, oh, assassin, you do not even know how a mother will fight for her child. And, and then my next line is, this brings entirely new meaning to the song Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I love that Summer was like, yep, job well done, and then climbed back onto the bed. And <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, you need a nap after you eat, you know? Yeah. yeah no. A shame that wolves can't climb. <laughs> Would have loved to see that happen to Jamie and Cersei. <laughs> Yeah. <gasps> wow. Wow. You know, I don't think King Robert would have cared if that happened. <laughs> no. Yeah, he would have been all right. Robert would be like, oh, thank you. Let's give this wolf a medal. <laughs> um, it would have been obvious what happened if he could have gotten to him. 
Daenerys wants yep. to learn how to pleasure Cal Drogo. Me, I want HBO to stop screwing to stop screwing around with this dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, back on Mount Everest, they've arrived at the wall. <laughs> that was really short. Like that was a short journey. It was, it was like, oh well, no, now we're here. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, mother and CSI specialist. Yeah, yep. like she goes and she finds. <laughs> yeah. Um. Rob is Rob is all impetuous. And now Caitlin is going to go to King's Landing. I feel like I feel like none of this ends well. <laughs> this is an episode of sad departures. Ah, back to the maid showing Daenerys the art of love. Okay, Daenerys, this is your moment. Roll on top of him and ride him like a prize stallion. <laughs> save, save a horse, ride a Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god, I want a t-shirt for that. I think you might be right. I want a t-shirt. I want that. (laughs) There you go. You show that man that you're not to be trifled with. He didn't marry a slave. He married you. Ah, we haven't seen Sansa in forever. Ew, Joffrey making cute with Sansa. Joffrey, I don't care what your daddy said. You're with Grand Prince Master J now. <laughs> Grand <laughs> Prince Master J. Wow. <laughs> Unlike Sansa, Arya knows how to fight for her friends. Oh, my poor prince. Give me a break, Sansa. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, this scene with Numeria is making me so sad. Oh, I know. That was really rough, too. That was... Cersei, how dare you speak to the king like that? Robert, shut up. As soon as I'm done with this crap, I'm going to go back winching. <laughs> and then I wrote, um, you, let, you let that little girl disarm you? Ooh, burn. <laughs> I, love how Ned, I love how Ned steps up for his family and does the unpopular thing. Um. I also love all of the subtext that are happening with all these visual scenes. Not the butchers, boy! Monsters! I know, right? Um, moral of the story. Um, moral of the story. Don't play with Sansa's sister and be sure to slit Joffrey's throat. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, God. Whining wolf is whining. (laughs) Juxtaposition of two wolves. In two separate situations, Bran opens his eyes while Sansa's wolf is killed. Goodbye, lady. Alas, we hardly knew you. Okay, <sighs> the wolf kid killing. Was that not the most pathetic sound that you've ever heard? Asterisk, tears, asterisk. And, the, and those are my notes for, for this episode. Yeah, I guess lady was our first, our first real death. Yeah. The death count is one so far. <laughs> yeah, one. <Yeah>. <laughs> Humans won, you know, but it's kind of a draw, right? You know, like dire wolf versus, like one dire wolf lives, one dire wolf dies. And the uh, human. There was, actually, there was one guy that, that guy. Dire wolf Didn't someone die in the first episode? What that? Um, well, he was are we talking guy. like major characters? Like, yeah, we're like talking major characters. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Because if you counted the minor ones, then everyone would die and, Yeah. yeah. I want to take a shot for every time that somebody dies in, in the upcoming episodes, and I'd like to see how drunk I could possibly get. 
<laughs> wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. You know what I just realized, though? And spoiler alert if you haven't read, but we're going to have to see Ned get killed. Yep. Oh. I've already seen I've already oh. seen I've already I seen don't it. want to. And Holly can help cry as she does. I do. I did cry. I didn't like it when they killed him. He but was, like, one of my favorite characters in the first book. But the thing we'll is, though, we don't actually see him get killed. I know. That's why I was hopeful that he was alive. But he wasn't. They teased me, and they tortured me. And And Holly is bitter. She's bitter. I am bitter. Yeah. (laughs) Because he was the the best. They they do actually show it happening. He was the best. I'm really still bitter about that. The person, someone had said earlier that we shouldn't get too attached to any characters in Game of Thrones. And I'm like, too late. Because I'm already attached to Tyrion, so either he's going to die, or they're going to... Make him evil. I still Let's love. See. Let's see what happens. I yeah. still loved that joke that I saw. Why? Why isn't George R. R. Martin on Twitter? Because he killed all 140 characters. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's that. good. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, um. We I guess, yeah, I think that's wrap is that this it. Up yeah. Now that we've. So this has been Geekology, um, and our discussion of episode two of Game of Thrones. A king, the, the King's Road. Um, our geekologists for the day were Mika. I don't oh, know. Should I give? <laughs> I'm not sure if I should give everybody's. I think I'm not going to give everybody's websites at the end. So, thanks we, for having me. You can so give your Twitter if you want. <laughs> you guys can give your Twitters if you want. Um, do you want to? Oh, okay. I'm McTastic on Twitter. M E K. T-A-S-T-I-C. And I'm just as obnoxious. Uh, yeah, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome on Twitter. Um, yeah, she is. And then we had Molly McClanahan. Thank you for having me as well. I'm Lady Mem on Twitter. And we had Josh DeLancourt. Thank you. All fun as always. And I'm Lioncourt on Twitter. And I'm Holly Anderson. And I'm Darcy Bernard and DHS Darcy on Twitter. And I'm DHS Holly on Twitter. I forgot. I forgot to give my own Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you guys next time.